Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> Adam, Adam can't even make, he can't even make like sounds waka, of music. Waka, waka. <laughs> Bro, that's music in my head. He never like experimented when he was a kid, you know. Oh, bro, I was, I was that kid that was just like, hey. Hey. You know, just oh, made, I like, did like, third, third all gr- kinds of weird third grade, noises. bro. I I did third grade. I, what, did I tried you beatbox. This, I tried the saxophone and it lasted fucking half a year. You played the saxophone. <laughs> <And> it was, <laughs> My brother did too, dude. Come wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You played the saxophone. I I, I, don't, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't even say. I, I would just picture him like yeah. underneath the streetlight, yeah. just, <laughs> just just jamming on a saxophone. That, that well, one, I'm third like grade. George what Michael song go? I'm third grade. Oh, what are you? God. Eight years old? I'm like eight years old. Eight years old. We'll have to start the podcast. I'm sure the saxophone was damn near as tall as I was. Teachers like Adam, you don't need to put the entire saxophone down your throat. Put it, <laughs> and that was the beginning. Stop molesting the saxophone. That was, uh, that was when Adam discovered his talent. hundred percent. I'm musically retarded for sure. I do not have. I, in church, I could never, see, you know, I had to hum the hymnals and stuff like that. I could do this. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. You'd love like the old my, school the, my, hymns my, where they were like, uh, oh, bro, trust me, I've been, I've been all of them. I'm, yeah, blessed my, yeah. be the day. Oh shit! Yeah, we're gonna lose all of our listeners. My mom always do like the deep, low, you know, voice, and you're like, you're not a bass. I know. You know, that's a stretch. My mom be elbowing me. Sing and I'm like no, like, so then I have to. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, my it would crack. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Like mom, I'm just gonna hum. Uh, all, right, all right, just lip it. All okay, of a sudden, like sink it, the heavens open, God yeah. comes down. Everyone's yeah. like, oh my god, it's God. And he's like, Adam, don't fucking sing. And yeah. goes back away. Uh, yeah. I'm sure at least three, <laughs> at least three years of my childhood, I thought I wasn't going to heaven just because I couldn't sing. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's why you're not going to heaven. I got some bad news for you, buddy. Right. We're talking about when I, uh, I'm talking about when we're ten. That's yes. where he was like, ah, forget all these rules. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> I'm going rogue. If it really is that strict, I can't sing anyway. Seriously, if it really is that strict, I don't know anybody that's going to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm. of course. I don't know yeah, anybody. Right. Yeah. So I want to go where all my people are. I want to go where all my friends are. Fuck that. Get up there, right? Get up there by myself <laughs> with Mother Teresa. I'm like, oh fuck, it's just us two. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> I was a dirty person. <laughs> Where's the orgy room? Oh, it's in hell. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah. Send but, me back. To- but you have a, a flare up of gonorrhea like every second. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you think it's great? That's yeah, the truth. 
trick. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you see it happening, but you don't realize. Yeah, yeah. everybody's got gonorrhea. <laughs> hey, you know what I just saw? Did I did I tell Herpes. you guys the uh, um, the other day? I'm watching TV and General Mills commercial. Did I tell you about the General Mills commercial? Oh, the Cheerios. Gen- no, General Mills. No, the General Mills is the company that owns. Oh, all, right, right. All, all, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the cereals. Well, not like ninety-five percent. I think like something ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They can't. Their commercials now. They are lucky charms. Uh, it was all about, uh, and it was a crazy. Like I, ne- I, I got all drawn into this. This is why it got my attention. Normally, I like deep, like deep fast forward commercials, and I had like this, you know, somber music playing, and they're just like, and it's General Mills, right? And it's like it's like serial porn families playing and everything like that, and it's talking about how much we care about you and all stuff. And I'm like, where is this going? Did you, you say know? serial porn? Serial, right? So it's serial. <laughs> And Whoa. the commercial, chick, now listen, bro, check this out, he doesn't like this. Like, we're going to pour the milk. <laughs> the commer- no, it wasn't like that. I said somber. I didn't say no, it was fucking, in my mouth. I didn't say sexual, bro. Uh, <laughs> That's how we all are. My, all we hear is sugar, oh, sexual. Oh. <laughs> baby, use the leftover yeah. milk for oh, an enema. God. Oh, it's crunchy. Anyway, oh, it's so crunchy. I went too far. So, yeah, listen, you did go too far. This, uh, the commercial was talking about General Mills getting rid of all artificial sweeteners yeah. and flavoring. Yeah. Out of their cereals. Yep. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's a big deal. I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's because of Mind Pump. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously, I mean, just let, we, we obviously influence General Mills. We obviously influence the, the largest. Let people cereal. come to their own conclusions, but it, we're definitely, it was Mind it. Pump. Yeah. No, it's the market. The yeah. market is responding to the consumer, and the consumer's more educated now, and people want that shit. And cereal is fed to kids. And so people are like, oh, wait a minute. They're more likely to eat shitty food for themselves, and more and and more likely to give their kids healthier stuff. Right, and so they're like they're saying we don't want GMOs, we don't want because uh, the next thing will be organic. Mark my words, you start to see things mm. more and more things become organic. Do but you, for now, it's like no artificial sweeteners, no artificial coloring, no artificial mm. anything. Is what they're is that's the direction they're trying to go. Do you think they're gonna get rid of like the crackhead like animated characters, like you know the tricks bunny that's just like. Ah! You know, no, they, they like I, replace them with some kind of like you know yoga <laughs> turtle or something. It's yeah. like, yeah, man, you know, <laughs> eat these healthy treats. Maybe actually, maybe in the future, like right now, eat though, broccolios, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> broccolios. <laughs> exactly, this. This that's is, exactly how this I see it. Terrible. Going, no, you know, you guys know better. Mark, it'll never go that far, right? It'll never go that mm. far. So I, but I, I did, I did get on, and I like, so I, you know, I was, I was fascinated by this because, of course, we've been talking about it for a long time now, and I've, I think I've mentioned on here before when the first time I came across the green coke, and I was so fascinated by that. Also, the fact that it's been around for over two and a half years, and we've never seen a fucking commercial about it before, you know, which is well, they're, 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 they're playing, they're putting the toe in the water. Oh, exactly, yeah. and they don't want it. They don't want to. Like what happens when you have they a product? They knew that they knew that uh, Whole Foods is killing it, you know, in comparison to the rest of the, uh, you know, grocery chains. Dude, and they have to pay attention to right. that and because s- if if the market is buying it, this is where they're like, we're losing money, we're losing opportunities. So exactly, we need to create that exactly when the science comes out and shows, oh shit, sugar's bad. Oh shit, these artificial you know ingredients may not be good for you. Oh shit, gut flora. We didn't know this before. They have to. They have to follow. This is why I like the free market because it has to follow the consumer. And it's, it doesn't change as fast as a lot of us would like, but that's because people don't educate themselves uh, very rapidly. Um, but I mean, that's that's just the direction it's going. We called it because we saw it. I mean, we were talking about this before we even launched Mind Pump. We were talking about, whoa, check out what's happening in the market. Just wait till you see. Wellness is going to merge with fitness, and mm-hmm. everyone's going in that direction. And <laughs> well, next thing you know, there's a freaking organic section in every single grocery store. Five years ago. 
you couldn't find organic sections in Lucky's or Safeway. Just well, they just weren't there. It's it's so funny. It's just like uh, we just got into a, a a recent debate on Instagram with uh you know somebody who promotes IFYM mm. and you know even even uh if it fits your mother yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, and we and we it was a great healthy it debate going in, back and forth. Uh, and then other people started to chime in, and right away people just assume if we are attacking uh, IFYM or saying the things that we don't like about it, that all of a sudden we're we're we are, we're all for the bodybuilding mentality of eating as uh, tilapia, asparagus, and you know five to six times a yeah. day, which is totally it's not one or the other. You know, no. people that's what people don't. Everyone feels there's like they clear have, and distinctive divisions in the fitness industry that. You know, sway you in a very, uh, you know, direct way that one wants you to be in this camp, one wants you to be in this other camp, and like to be reasonable and to to you know rationalize your way through like each one of these decisions is like unheard of because like you you have to conform like bodybuilders do this and this is how they do this. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're starting our own camp. It's like, dude, shut yeah. the fuck we're up. Taking, That's you know, so is- dumb. That's that. That is not the world we live in today. Well, you know, like, give me a break. The information is everywhere. The internet, you know, is right there in front of you to to go through and it's the same thing you're seeing in politics, you know, with this whole like ridiculousness we're seeing. Oh, well, yeah. If you don't like, oh, I love that because I'll say I don't like this Republican candidate. Everyone's like, you're a Democrat. It's like, yeah. no, no, I don't like them either. Exactly. It's exactly the same, the same thing. thing. If you attack somebody who's a Republican, they just automatically assume you're doing it. It's the exact same thing I feel like in the fitness industry. It's just, yeah. it's like, Here's the thing that's so funny. I love the fact that you say we're starting our own camp. We are. We're starting our own camp called No Camp. That's what it is. There's no fucking, there is not one little thing, no way. Like, and that should be your first red flag. Present your argument. We will listen and then either counter or agree. Done. Yeah. That's simple. And you know what? Here's the thing. Anything that uh, they want to, they want to put us in a box because we want to, most people want to be put in a box. They don't realize it. They feel safe there. Nobody wants human nature. Human nature wants to to categorize things to make things things have order because you want to be able to understand everything because it's in its place. You want to understand something by quickly glancing at it. Yeah. Like, Oh, they're in that box. Now I know everything about them. Yeah. But here's the deal. Here's what a lot of these, here's one of the big mistakes that a lot of these fitness professionals are making. Even the ones that are, that I personally respect. There's quite a few that I personally respect. However, they have sold their position so fucking hard. They've made themselves so impossible to, discuss or debate with and so they're so uh you know they don't they don't want to move with the new science they've sold themselves so hard that they've they've shoehorned themselves and now they're fucked mm-hmm. so you've got the 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 iifym people who hardcore are like artificial sweeteners are perfectly fine yeah they're not bad for you and, and emerging science is coming out now saying no it's probably not but they've sold themselves so hard that if they go back on it they look like idiots so now they have to like double down yeah. And that's that's where I'm like, man, you got to watch out what you say. Well, buddy. this is why, you know, we talked the other day about the things that I say. The worst thing you could do as a personal trainer is to tie yourself to some dogma that right. I mean, we are we are in the business of science. That's what it is. This is it's always going to be evolving. So it, you got to be very careful and be open. Yeah, exactly. And open, open to change as as we evolve and understand that anything that ends in diet right away is wrong. I mean, the, is because not everybody can do that diet right. because everybody is different and unique. Everyone has different food intolerances, allergies, different stuff going on with their metabolism. Everybody, well, their lifestyle. I mean, look at look at. Here's an example. I, I talk more recently. I've talked about how I've changed my diet to more of a ketogenic type uh, diet. Now, for me, it works excellent. Of course, uh, but what because, do you not do? What do right, you not do? Right, right. I'm, what I'm saying is this: we have this big 
platform, and so of course now I'm getting all your these questions. Your name isn't Keto Sal, right? Yeah. Now, now all these people are asking me, are asking me I questions you were about change it. your Instagram name. No, not at all. Yeah. No. And, and what I'm what I've been very clear to say in our forum, I've probably said this a dozen times, is it is not for everybody. It is not the be all end all. There's many ways to eat healthy. And uh, the human body can vary dramatically with how it responds to food. Same thing goes for exercise. This is why when we develop our programs, uh, we... They're guides. They're guides, and we encourage modification. That's why we created the forum. So people can go on there, do the program one time around, and then come back through and then modify it, utilizing some of the concepts. And not only that, but selfishly, we created the forum so we could get feedback so that we can continuously do research and develop more and more effective and you know programs. What, you know what that is? That that resembles like the top performing companies in in the world. They rely on their consumers oh, to give Google them and proper Apple all feedback. Day. Oh yeah, they have to because that's the only way that they can stay innovative. But then also, you know, provide you know a quality product that the the consumer, the market actually wants. Right. 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 Exactly. Instead of cramming it on you. Exactly. And that's what these these dogmas do. They cram that shit on you, and they're very abrasive to anybody who has any sort of uh, uh, counterpoint to it. Well, I get I'm super. I get really really disappointed with some of these fitness professionals, especially the very educated ones. There's a few PhDs out there who I respect for the most part, but then you know one in particular will come out, and there was one shitty, horribly done study, which which has been refuted many times among um, lots of studies that are are in the opposite camp. Um, but there was one study that showed that eating, you know, shit tons of protein, like two grams per pound, might be better. Might, okay? If you analyze the study, it's actually not conclusive. And then, of course, there's 50 other studies that show the opposite. This one guy <clears throat> latches onto that. Why? Because he sells protein powder. Mm-hmm. And I get super disappointed with that. I'm like, yeah. man, it's obvious what you're trying to do. You're you're picking that. Look, the nicotine or, or the tobacco industry well, the shitty- had their own studies to show that tobacco was safe. And they promoted this throughout the 50s and 60s like crazy. And it's like it, it were, instead of all the other studies that showed that it was bad, they would pick their one that they kind of manipulated and worked mm-hmm. with. And we had people smoke for one month and we found that no one had lung cancer. It's like, well. Yeah, they're all like healthy people. Oh, it's, and it like, was one well, month, you know, yeah. like shit like that. So it's, it's like going back to this debate that we had on this. If it fits your macros page with this girl and some guy comes to her defense, some smart kid for sure. But what he starts doing is he just starts posting all these one outdated studies, totally biased studies. Of course, a, a company that actually uses aspartame is going to fucking do a yeah. study that shows how it's fine to eat or uh, consume. Of course, yeah, it's going to pays for studies. Dude. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> that's what you and that's what you people have to learn to understand is that you got to be yeah. very careful when it comes to the fitness industry because of that. Because most all of them are biased already right out the gates. It's very very hard to find good studies that back. And so you got to search just. Because someone shares you a study and you see a doctor said something, you don't know if it, how that the controllables about that. You don't know if that was funded by the company who's trying to promote what they're well, trying to close you. Here's on. the deal: uh, nobody is immune to greed, and integrity does not come with a PhD. Um, so, just because someone has an education doesn't necessarily mean that they're not greedy or they're not, uh, or that they have 100 percent integrity. Okay. Well, you I hate to say it, but that's a fact. Um, number two, when you, when you read it, you have to read a study and look at how it's produced. I'll give you an example. Uh, arginine, the amino acid arginine and orthanine, uh, they boost growth hormone levels. I could pull up five stories, studies right now that show that uh, when in these studies, giving people intravenous arginine will dramatically boost growth hormone. Now, does that mean I can go buy arginine powder and take it and it'll do the same thing? No. The studies were intravenous arginine. So unless you have a 
you know, hookup where you can inject yourself with arginine at different part, different you know times of the day, you're not going to get that growth hormone boost. Not only that, but a growth hormone boost doesn't necessarily mean you're going to see results. It just shows a spike that might maybe last at a couple hours. So that's just an example. Aspartame is one of those things. They'll show a study and they'll say we had mice eat aspartame for six months. None of them died. None <laughs> yeah. of them got sick. None of them had, uh, you know, liver values that were elevated. Well, that's six months. Yeah, forget that we're not mice, and forget that it's only six fucking months. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> now, now, what if we? What if most people consume these artificial sweeteners in larger quantities? Because the people that I know that like diet coke don't drink half a diet coke a day. They drink three and four diet cokes a day, and they don't do it for six months. They do it for decades. Yeah. That's what you got to look at. Yeah. And look at the things that we didn't Long know. Long term. Exactly. And also look at the things that we didn't know to study before. Like we had no concept of gut flora. So there was no science showing how it altered gut flora. So if shit comes up, it's not due to aspartame. It might be something that ate. We don't know. Yeah. And so this is why you need to break studies down and really look at them. And there's more to the studies than the headlines. And keep in mind that uh, a news uh, you know, publication uh, will publish uh, a headline because it's sensational. Yeah. It's a sensationalized. Uh, uh, they're trying to. They're trying to get more people to click on the link. I'll give you another example. Clickbait. There was a marijuana study that was done uh, in, I believe, 2014 or 2015. It was actually named one of the worst studies done all year by uh, organizations that do, you know, peer reviewed or that peer review these studies. So what the study showed was that people who smoke marijuana have fundamental uh, changes or differences into their brain structure. Okay, so that's what the the headline says: people who smoke pot. I have different brains. So now you're going to read that and be like, oh shit, if I smoke pot, like, oh, it's going to no. fuck with my brain. The, the, here's why the study was horrible. Number one, there was no before. So the, I test a bunch of people. And by the way, the people that they tested were heavy users of marijuana. These are people that smoke marijuana every day, all day long. So they take them and all they did was do a brain scan of them. And they found that, in fact, their brains were different. Now, we don't know what their brains look like before. We don't know if they're self-medicating. Perhaps they do have you know, depression issues or issues with their brain. And that's why they fucking smoke pot all day long every single day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no, we don't know what the difference is. Look, if I took a bunch of people who take Advil daily and I give them a questionnaire, guess what my study's going to say? People who take Advil have bad joints. Is it the Advil that's giving the bad joints or is it the <laughs> fact they have bad joints and that's why they take the Advil? Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is this is why you need to learn how to look at studies, read them, look at what what the cause and effect is. Sometimes cause and effect is the opposite That's direction. Too hard, man. I just want to, you know, what it says. I want to exactly. believe it. Exactly. Right? Well, here's you know, and this is why we do what we do. I mean, this is the idea is that you know we're trying to help people through that. It it isn't easy. It wasn't easy for us. We're fitness professionals. We this is what we do. You know, and oh, uh, dude, it, it, what, five years ago we were all in the dark. Yeah, five years ago. And, and and those that that maybe just be tuning in for the first time to us and stuff will know that I mean, uh, shit. It's why we we're not sponsored by anybody. We can't fucking <laughs> they don't like us. We, we can't we can't tie ourselves to anybody. It, it sucks. I mean, it, we would all love. I mean, we yeah. we've had tons already come after us and want to make deals. And unfortunately, we we can't because our integrity and the whole purpose of why we started this. So it's it's challenging. So the good news is, you know, shit ain't biased because there ain't anything we're trying to sell behind it. You know, because that's why we're going to push it. And that's what you got to be careful of is, you know, even these, like Sal said, I'm not going to bust out who we're talking about right now, but he's, he was talking about a protein person. I know somebody else who's sponsored by a, a protein bar and company that has all kinds of artificial flavoring and sugar inside of it. So, of course, study, I mean, that, that's a big part of his paycheck. I, 
possibly it could be 50%. I don't know how much, but normally someone that's that big of a name and his doctor behind it, yeah, motherfucker gets is getting a nice paycheck to tell people that, hey, it's okay, you know, you're not going to die from it, which mm-hmm. that's as far as we know right now, you know? Right, right, right. And exactly. that's, and, and as long as, and as long as that fight's there, he's got to do like exactly what Sal said, double down. Because he's already committed, and even if he's starting to see studies that, oh shit, I might be up shit creek, well, you can't backpedal now if you're that person. You're committed. Yeah. I'm already in. I'm already pushing this, marking this. If I go back, this inventory. I'll, it'll discredit who I am. It'll discredit yeah, everything. That inventory. I, I, Fire sale. Been pushing for the last two years, and that is the reason why Mind Pump was recreated. We were we created this because the industry is upside down, and somebody needs it to turn it right back side up. And fuck, it's hard when we get on pages like this, and he, and people were battling people that just they're unaware that they're unaware. Yeah. They don't even know because they're listening to some other doctor who's telling them, the blue pill and yet. they just assume well, dude, that what he's no saying idea. is not this, biased. This this girl that was debating with uh, if it fits your macros, and we won't call her out. She's cool, you know. She's just in her own, you know, her, her own camp. She she's talking about how no, it doesn't promote bad eating. It's all about eating sensibly. Every once in a while, you at you you can include some of these you know quote unquote bad foods, and it makes your relationship to food healthy. And so she was kind of coming after me a little bit. So I went and looked at her page, and literally. 95% of her posts were posts of, or of her food posts, excuse me, were posts of, you know, donut, pizza, ice cream. And there was no caption underneath saying, you know, this. I don't advocate this. I don't or, advocate this or I eat this sometimes. Because you'll so, see me post, I, I posted a burger like, I don't know, three months ago or something like that. And when you see me post, I'm like, I'm not one to post shitty food like this, but boy, this is a great burger. Right. And it's just, you know you're, just you're just being a, a responsible fitness uh, representative. And I think that uh, the fitness industry is uh, lacking, severely lacking, responsible fitness representative, which is why most of the information, literally the vast majority, literally something like 90% of the information you get from the fitness industry, especially through social media, is not only complete bullshit, but it will do you harm. And that's the truth. So um, I hate to break that to a lot of you listening right now. It's sad, but it's 100% true. I can't think of an industry, maybe, maybe the entertainment industry, is the, I can't think of any other industry besides entertainment and fitness that is more full of bullshit and, and sleaze and well, shit. And politics. Somebody said cosmetology or like or not or like oh, be- skin care. beauty. Beauty yeah, products. Beauty, beauty products yeah, are pretty yeah, bad yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, they're all kind of the same. But yeah, it's all yeah. in the same kind of uh well, I think it's that time, Adam. I agree. Ew, let's brush it off. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I think it's now that, that time. Now that, it, oh. I see something in the distance. <gasps> Is that a qua coming down? It is. <laughs> it's the majestic qua. <laughs> Adam, it's the motherfucking qua. Oh, yeah. Hit us with it, Doug. Justin Give it to us. and Doug. Let's and do this. the qua is guaranteed to remove wrinkles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's good yeah. to know. <laughs> Make my ball smooth. Yeah. All right. Starting with V8, better way. I'm a quack. On your quack. V eight's better way is asking, what problems do you guys see with women who wear heels, and what do you recommend to prevent issues? The one of the main problems I wear with women, I see with women, I wear fuck. Why well, I just, I just, I just <laughs> out of myself? You did just ask yourself right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, rewind. Some, sometimes I like to wear my heels. Yeah, gets me in a nice anterior pelvic tilt. Too. Uh, here's the problem I see with women who wear heels is that they don't match always this uh, outfit that they're wearing. So I think you should. <laughs> um, heels place your uh, obviously your foot uh, become you know is pointed down, so you you have shortened um, gastrox plant, plantar yeah. flexion. Yeah, plantar flexion. So you have shortened calves, shortened you know the, the gastrox, the soleus is shortened, the tibialis tends to be lengthened. 
So you have you start to get tight in the calf area, which causes other problems. The other thing is that heels will place you naturally in an anterior pelvic tilt. Now, that's a scientific term for sticking your butt out. Mm-hmm. This is probably why men find heels attractive. Because of course. women, you're walking around right. in shoes that make you stick your butt out and expose yourself. I mean, we're all animals. It's, no, it's exactly like, these these three and things. your legs look fantastic. In, in plantar flexion, in heels, okay? You've got uh, you've got a slight anterior pelvic tilt. Booty comes out. Quadriceps are slightly engaged now and firing because you're up on your tiptoes. So now your quads are flexed on the side, and so are your calves because you're in full flexion on your calves. Uh-huh. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Girls are walking around with their legs flexed and their and ass their butts, out, uh, you know, because and not realizing. Reason. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's exactly why it's sexy. Which is, it's it's why that's you know why we like to I'm see them in it and why they like to wear. I mean, it's yeah. just how how it is. Yeah. So I, you know, and in reality, I mean, uh, I mean, I like my girl in heels, so I wouldn't tell her to never wear heels again, but. You know, I definitely wouldn't advocate if you have a job where you had to wear it every single day. That's that's a little rough, and, I, it, and it may cause issues later on. It will, and I would say this: uh, try to be out of heels more than you are in heels. So, uh, when you get home, walk barefoot. That's yeah. one of the best things you could do: is just yeah. walk barefoot, yeah, keep your point. feet totally flat. That's a point for anybody too, by the yeah. way, not just yeah people in heels. What you, what you even just you mean men that wear just, heels? Yeah, too? yeah, <laughs> men. That, I'm just saying anybody. You know, that's that true. Throws yeah. those heels on. Yeah, no walking the barefoot. Ones, you know, walking barefoot around the house and stuff like that. It's uh, it's it will help counter some of the effects you have with your heels. But heels do promote uh, you know disengagement of the glutes also. So you could wear heels a lot, not work out, actually start to lose your ass a little bit. Believe it or not, um, because the anterior pelvic tilt because the quads are a little more dominant in that position. Um, I never even thought about that. It's so true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Oh, wow. um, it's so. Oh shit! We might start a new trade. Don't wear heels, flat butts. Here they come. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Don't get over. Don't go over. I would. I didn't even think yeah, about let's that. Not, that is, let's not get out of control. That's pretty. That's pretty true. That's great. That's yeah. 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 I, a lot of the stuff we do disengages the hips. I mean, really. Uh, well, seated you know, for sure. So you're in a seated position. You are sitting down all day long. Yeah. Rarely do we squat. Yeah. below you know not, we don't even squat to 90 degrees nobody squat i mean maybe to sit down on the toilet yeah. that's about it yeah. uh, everything else is higher than that uh glutes and hips are usually not engaged in everyday life even if you run if you're a runner i'll get runners that are clients and um you, they'll be decent with a squat until they get down to you know 45 degrees or so and they start to get weak uh, because that's the range of motion they're constantly in so yeah. um but yeah heels will definitely make your calves tight and can cause uh, back problems as a result. So I would focus on core movements, disengaging the hip flexors, and stretching out your calves would be the, the things I would advocate. Yep. Flyer5292 is asking Sal about superfoods because you post frequently on your Instagram about superfoods. And uh, he's asking, or she is asking, can you go over the benefits? Goji well, berries. Yeah. Am I goji- right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the only one. It's the magic one. Superfoods are it's just a it's just a, a you know a category of foods. It's not a scientific term. Um, so a, a lot of foods have benefit. So I hate to say superfood because it makes it sound like just it's, eat these. It just means it's got a lot of bang for its buck. It's like the way exactly. the way we explain a squat. Okay. Like, and, yeah, like a squat's a super exercise. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. The way a squat is for working out, it is. It's a superfood. It's right. a superfood for working out. That's all it is. It's a lot of bang for your buck. It's a nutrient dense. You get it a lot of punch with so it. So you get a lot of nutrients. You get uh, a good, uh, or you get a good macro breakdown, like an egg. An egg with the yolk is a, is a superfood. Mm-hmm. Lots of nutrients in the yolk. You've got the natural cholesterols. Uh, you've got a good omega three, omega six breakdown. If it's especially if it's a, a organic pasture raised egg, um, 
you know, I, I think they wrote this because I did that post on maca, maca root, which is a supplement that oh. I've been using. Maca root's considered a superfood because of some of the effects on the body. Um, but it's not a food that you would replace other foods with. So that, that category doesn't, you know, I don't like, that's why that term I'm a little iffy yeah. with. Well, and, and here's a couple a couple things too to keep in mind. One, uh, when Sal does a post like that, or if you ever hear us, like he talked earlier about ketogenic diet and, you know, we're always constantly uh, assessing the way we feel or, or things that we're, we're noticing in our diet, our skin, whatever, our energy, complexion, all that stuff, and uh, are, are always trying to uh, manipulate our foods to see if there's something in there that we can help it naturally to do first. So uh, just because we say that we're doing this or doing that doesn't mean that, oh, oh everyone should eat this or everyone should yeah. do this now. I want to make that very clear. And also, you know, superfoods don't now – you'll also find – good information out there that will also probably be biased and backed by somebody who's trying to push a goji berry or a, a monavi drink or a uh you know whatever all all those name brands are of these superfood mm-hmm. drinks which there's there is a difference between getting all the the nutrients in your diet from whole foods and putting it in a in a sugar drink and taking it down yeah and to a lot a lot of the superfood like uh, what the benefit you're getting from them is that you're probably deficient in you know, some some form of a, a nutrient or a micronutrient for that matter, you know, like and people like neglect certain minerals in their body or they don't get enough diversity mm-hmm. uh, in their diet. Like that's really where the um, the benefit to a lot of these. Maybe you're not getting that particular type of phytonutrient because it doesn't grow in our area. Yeah. Right. And so then this becomes something new that stimulates, you know, more diversity within your gut and like, you know, things to benefit from. So exactly such a great you know that that's so <clears throat> Monavi's claim to fame was the acai berry, which you can't find here in America. You know, so it sounds exotic. It sounds Brazilians exotic. were laughing their asses and, off and when, when we were. <laughs> exactly. You know, they were. Because yeah, they're, they're like, they're, that's like a blueberry. Yeah, blueberry or a strawberry. It, yeah. Exactly. And then when we brought it here, of course, you take a culture who's been over here who hasn't been eating that or whatever that you introduce it in the body. Guess what? There's going to be some positive changes that you see inside the body because it is a superfood also it hasn't been introduced into our diet over here for probably hundreds of years now someone brings it over and we start ingesting it and oh my god there has some positive benefits by the way one of the most your life one of the most antioxidant dense uh fruits you could get ever is a well-grown blueberry. Blueberry, but no, blueberry no, raspberry. But nobody promotes it because blueberries you get them everywhere. It's just easy. It's not sexy. Yeah, yeah. It's not some you know Amazonian yeah. fruit that we've never heard about. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. a fucking blueberry, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'll give you an example. What Justin was saying was such a fantastic point about you know lifestyle and how you're eating will change the value of food. Let me explain. Okay, um, salt. Right? You can salt is cheap as hell. I can go to the grocery store and get salt for nothing. Salt is everywhere. It is not considered a superfood anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you go back a thousand years, there were wars fought over salt. Actually, uh, not that long ago, actually, uh, I believe in India, I believe Gandhi did a march because of salt. Salt is an incredibly uh, important nutrient for the body. And when it wasn't, when it was hard to find, it was a superfood and people fought over it. Um, here's another example. The, the, the island that my family's from, Sicily. Sicily, uh, a long time ago, uh, had some very wealthy landowners. Why? It's an island in the Mediterranean, and the, the, the temperature and the t- climate was perfect for growing lemons. Mm. And you would have ships traveling through the Mediterranean, and these ships had food, which was mainly salted meat, um, to preserve it, and they lacked vitamin C. And so sailors would die or get sick from scurvy. Scurvy, that's right. And so lemons were highly valued. They were the, a superfood. The old pirate. You know, scurvy. Right. So, so uh, superfoods, you know, nutrient dense, typically that's how we use it nowadays. 
But really, if it's a something you need, um, then that becomes a superfood. If it's something you don't need, then it's just a food. Makes sense. Right. Alex DePago is asking about pausing during a set or, you know, stopping right in the middle of the set to catch your breath, for example. Is that good, bad, or irrelevant? That's a good, that's a really good question. It is a really good question. Um, if you're, it depends. It depends on what your goal is. If I'm trying to build strength and I'm exhausted and so my limiting factor becomes my cardiovascular endurance, then pausing a set might benefit strength. On the flip side, I'm not going to gain the endurance to be able to do these sets uh, straight through in the future. So I might not want to pause during the set. The pause, uh, if it's short, probably won't change much. If it's a long pause, like there's stop pause where people will do a squat, actually rack the bar, wait 10 seconds, and then go again. That's a completely different mm-hmm. technique for training. And it's more of an advanced technique, and it's it can be beneficial, but it's not one I would use all the time. Hmm. Um, but other than that, um, I, I would say it's probably one of those things that you can use to modify and tweak your workout and change if you've been following something for a long time. I make notes of it too if I had to stop and pause, you know, versus another day where I feel like I could keep, you know, completing all the reps or not. You know, maybe it's due to, you know, energy and fatigue. Um, But yeah, it's an interesting, if you're like programming that into the program, it's an interesting way, yeah. You can do that. Oh yeah, you could, I I think though, I don't think that's why he's asking it though. I don't think it's like, you know, he's trying to program it into his- No, I I want to just be clear to the listeners, but- Yeah, no, and I think you said it perfect. I really think that's exactly how you, how you dictate that you, it's based off of your goal. If your primary focus is building strength and that's Mm. what you're trying to do, then the the rest is not going to hurt you whatsoever. In fact, it's probably going to benefit you a little bit. Right. And if your primary goal is to increase endurance, is to uh, increase your um, uh, strength through the through. I mean, uh, your cardiovascular endurance. Then absolutely. Then that's something that you would you'd want to do because you're going to uh, train it that way. So it really just depends on what your goal is. I think you said it perfect. Well, I'll tell you what. When I switch from like a like a you know phase two from red maps to phase three, which is much shorter rest and supersets. I always the first week tend to gas out during the set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what do I do is I just go lighter. But then I find after the second and third week, I start to adapt to it and I start to get new muscle growth as a result. So um, sometimes it's okay just to go lighter if you find yourself gassing out and saying, okay, I'm gassing out. I can't do 10 reps with this. I have to pause in the middle. Uh, then rather than doing less reps or pausing, I'll lighten the weight. Well, especially if you found yourself doing the, the opposite for a while. you know, if you've Right, been, you exactly, because it's a change. Yep. Mm. Emily K. Ham is asking about the common belief that you have to eat big to get big. But her question is, wouldn't your body prioritize hypertrophy even without a surplus if there's a strong anabolic message being this is, sent? This is a fantastic question. So it was actually a longer question. And she was talking about how in the past uh, people were much more fit, stronger, and probably had less access to calories or food. So they mm-hmm. ate less, yet they were you know, uh, strong and fit. Here's the thing. They were strong and fit, but they weren't big. Right. So people back then were not very big. In fact, the average man today is not only heavier, but taller than the average man was 60 years ago. That being said, the question about whether or not hypertrophy or muscle growth can be, uh, you know, can, can happen without a calorie surplus if there's a strong anabolic signal. Uh, yes, Absolutely. If I took an athlete um, who was working out real hard, who plateaued, and didn't change their diet at all and gave them anabolic steroids, they would, in fact, build muscle. Uh, What ends up happening is the body uh, does what's called calorie uh, repartitioning. Mm. So it takes more more of the food that you do eat 
and it moves it to muscle and away from other areas, uh, name, namely fat. And so what you end up getting is leaner, wild building muscle. Right. And all that's based off of like what you're promoting as far as like the environment that you're hundred percent. Right? So if I'm under an extreme amount of stress and having to press and, and push these, these heavy objects off of me constantly, you're telling your body that like, Oh my God, okay. Muscles. I need muscles. Right. I can't just, I can't just use these calories to store away. And, uh, so it, it, it very much, your, your body's trying to survive at all costs. And so that might be a situation where, you know, the priority then is to, to, to build, you know, a bigger, stronger muscle. Well, a, a non-anabolic, or I mean, a non-steroidal example would just be this. If you if you were somebody who trained, you know, uh, five days a week um, and you ate a certain way, exactly the same, we're just going to say hypothetically, and you had uh, your your body part split is the way you trained. And now you come over and you start you start running maps and you start doing full body splits. You incre- you end up increasing your frequency and you start putting in trigger sessions throughout the day. Throughout yeah, the good week. point. Don't change your diet. You don't you don't do anything different. The only thing different now is now you've incorporated these trigger sessions into a routine that you were already doing. And guess what's going to happen? I mean, now you're you have a new anabolic signal that you weren't firing before, and you will. Mm-hmm. Isn't there? An, I'm trying to think of this too. As far as she said, hypertrophy, but. Uh, in a sense, you're building a stronger muscle, but you're using a lot of your reserves that you would be using to fat storage, right? Right. And you're also using a lot of the fluids. And so I don't really see this bigger body coming out of that without the calories that you're adding into the mix. No, you just more that. muscle. Right. So you got to think of it in those terms. Like that's, you're a very, gonna, that's a good point. You're going to shrink down, but you may look like more muscular, but you're going to shrink down. Yeah, right, they're yeah. repartitioning is all that's yeah, happening. That's right. what's happening. That's right. all that's happening so is repartitioning. It's you are impossible not... to get bigger in in a sense from a mass perspective. That's right, excellent. Point. Right, and you could. I mean, look at me. Right, I'm six foot. I weigh anywhere between one ninety five to two hundred pounds. Uh, I can look. There can be a huge difference in the way a six foot two hundred pound man looks, whether or not he has muscle and he's lean, or whether or not he's got body fat and not a lot of muscle. They can look vastly different, but we can be the same weight. Oh, yeah. um, and so, uh, you know, yes, you're mu- you will build muscle and burn body fat simply by changing the signal. But I will say this. There definitely is an anabolic signal, a small one, uh, but, but it can become a big one if you combine it with a good workout with e- eating a surplus. Eating a surplus by itself does send a small anabolic signal. Mm-hmm. If you combine it with exercise, it makes it a large one. Uh, but keep in mind that that signal to build that comes from the surplus is short-lived. So you can't just do this shit forever and keep building muscle. You start to just gain body fat. And this is why we always advocate what we call mini bulks, where you go in a surplus of calories and you do it for three weeks, not three months. Because you get that signal, you build the muscle right when that signal starts to dampen and the extra calories now are going to start turning into body fat. Then you back off. You've gotten what you wanted. Um, And that's probably the best way that I've seen uh, to utilize that, uh, you know, eat big to get big mentality. Well, otherwise, if you're always living in this uh, deficit or a balance, you know, where you're not going, where you're not going over, you're at maintenance, I should say. Uh, then what ends up happening? Your body just gets adapted to that. So just like Justin was saying, eventually it gets to the point where you you realize, okay, the body does need more muscle, you know, and it reduces its body fat. They repartition, and then you kind of you balance out, and then without doing something calories living pushing yourself into a surplus you won't force the body to have to grow or have to do anymore it'll just it'll maintain it'll it'll adapt to right where you're at you won't get bigger you won't get smaller you'll stay right there as long as you keep living in that that deficit or that maintenance level at one point if you do want to get bigger you have to yeah you you definitely should mess with this yeah definitely 
Our final question is from O'Rourke EQ. Which one of you guys is the fastest in the 100-yard dash <laughs> sprint? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'll tell you why this is a ridiculous question. It's funny. Let me tell you why this is ridiculous. Oh, let's hear this. Because 100 yards is far. <laughs> I know you thought that. You're like, yeah, 40 yards. What happened to the 40-yard yeah. dash? Yeah. 30 huh? yards. Huh? 30 yards is good. 100 yards? Yeah, that's that's uh, exhausting. Trying to get us all the terror. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure I would win. Uh, yeah, you got the long legs, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm going to give you that, but I'm decently fast. I don't know I about your start, and I don't know about your explosiveness and your stride. You you may be you may be running like little, you know, well, little tiny I steps. I, in I definitely think if we were, if we were allowed to pull each other down and knock each other over, Justin would probably win because <laughs> of that. I, mean, I think the, I that's think true. I, I'll fight dirty. I think <laughs> Doug would be the fastest. Oh, uh, yeah. You think so, huh? He moves fast, bro. Uh, you know what he takes? Is that an fuck. optical illusion, though? Just because uh, of the height? Yeah, he, uh, there's there's no way. You know, five of his steps is one of mine. So right. it's, there's for it's for sure. That, I mean, I take one step. He's I got to see my that's problem. The only reason why I'm worried about Adam, Adam, because yeah, he's got long just legs. Just because the long legs. See my nobody nobody. See I'm not in the running at all. Everybody's no. arguing about no, each other. Which is ironic. We, we know you're stuff. gonna pull Hammy right from the start. Which is ironic because you're wearing soccer shoes. We would yeah. think you're fast. No, that's true. I I can't run fast. Looking. I have too much muscle in my legs, Adam. So it slows me. I'm actually pretty quick uh, uphill for very, very short distances. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If there's food at the top. Excellent. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm afraid I actually um, would probably pull something because I don't think I've done a 100-yard <laughs> sprint as hard as I could for a long time. And uh, to race yeah. you guys, and my ego would get Nobody in the way. Nobody in here has. But can, can, we just be on, can we just be honest here I'll and just say, right. if we recorded us racing 100 yards, and posted that shit, it would be the funniest would fucking, most dysfunctional looking shit. Oh, I'd love it. I'd yeah. be embarrassed. It, it was, was like the guy who who got onto our, my page yesterday and was like uh, trying to crack on my form on my on my Zerchers. Oh. He got on there and I was just like, <laughs> well, yeah, thanks, Dick. I definitely I don't have perfect posture. I'm not I'm not by all means saying that I do. <laughs> so, huh. I'm all fucked up, bro. I've been bodybuilding for the last three years. I'm trying. What was it? It was, <laughs> it was, it was I'm trying, dog. That's what I'm trying to do right here, man. I'm trying to be, get yeah. better, like, man. Form police. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I think we should change Sir? the question. Who is the fastest in the 100 pound squat? Then we'll do that and then I'll be fun. The uh, fastest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a CrossFitter. I'm not going to fucking enter that contest. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dumb. Well, uh, thanks for listening to Mind Pump. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And by the way, you can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And you can find me at Mind Pump Sal. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.